Welcome to season four of My Study Journey. In previous seasons, we've heard inspiring stories from international students who have studied here at TAFE Queensland. In this eight-part podcast, we'll hear from our amazing teachers and industry partners who give us an insight into what the courses and working in industry is really like. This is Industry Insights. Today we have Damien Grimes, who is the group executive chef for the Sunshine Hotel Group. They have five establishments, one that is in the works. Damien is originally from Ireland, so you'll hear his accent and he's made his way over from Ireland and been in Australia for 21 years, providing amazing meals for the Sunshine Coast or Australia in that time. So thank you so much for coming in today and having a chat with us. Yeah, welcome to uh, Brightwater Hotel and uh, Lake House. So I guess we'll start off with a little bit of your background in industry. So I mentioned that you started in Ireland. What's your story? Started cooking casually. I was 15, 16 as a part-time job. My eldest brother is a chef as well, runs a catering business. So I got in behind him a bit. Yeah, I just found myself sort of went to kitchens, led that way. So I did my time in Ireland in my apprenticeship, but I suppose the making of what I've done was probably London. So I went from a small 31, 40-seater restaurant in Cork City to a London restaurant that had 100, 104 chefs, two levels. My first day there, we'd done 250 for lunch and 750 for dinner. Um, and that was a regular Whoa. basis. Yeah, so the whole place was doing probably 750,000, uh, about 2,000 covers a day. Um, that is incredible. Full a la carte, um, no freezers in the building. So everything was fresh. Learned a lot there, very, very simple ideas. From there, I got offered a job in their production kitchen. So all their meat, fish, all their stocks taught me a huge amount. We got everything in whole. So it was whole salmon, whole fish, fresh scallops. The product that we had, and the money we had to spend was phenomenal. Up to 15, 20 different suppliers and dealing with that on a day-to-day basis with a kitchen team of seven just to do that alone was it was, was a great learning curve for me. Then I went upstairs to their Asian kitchen. So I spent six months on their wok section <laughs> working with uh, three beautiful young ladies from um, Thailand, Hong Kong and Singapore. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, on a wok section, I'm six foot two <laughs> and a good 18 stone. <laughs> And there's three beautiful young ladies or older ladies with walk spoons running rings around me on a, a seven hour service. Yeah. But learn again, introduce to such different styles of food yeah. and different techniques that it was um, it's phenomenal. And it all contributes to your diversity with it, cooking. It, yes, it, it, it's such a broad, diverse of people. We had people there from West Africa, Togo, Ivory Coast, all of Northern Europe, um, America the West Indies, all working on one line. Mm. Um, it didn't matter who you are, where you came from, what your background was. You were judged on what you done while you worked and you were judged on your work ethic, not who you are or where you were, because it didn't matter. And that's probably the thing about food. You have a 10, 15 minute window mm. and that's what matters at that time. Went to a country house hotel. Yeah. It was actually Henry VIII's hunting lodge. Wow. Yeah. Fabulous, fabulous place. Spent a year out there, went back to Ireland for a year, and then came back and spent six months before I booked my flight to Australia. So working with John Road in London, you met an awful lot of Aussies. So they're like, come on, come on, come out, come out, see the world. So I booked my ticket. I flew to Australia 
on September the 12th, 2001. Can you remember any memories of when you first came into the industry of why you decided cooking or chefing? I think I have a very short attention span. I like to be busy. I like to be doing things. So cookery and cooking, that rush and that need to get something done in a time frame, yeah. I think suited me. And still to this day, it does suit me. I think I work better with a time frame rather than something, you know, I can leave on the long finger. Yeah. Um, it's probably a fault. There's a book called uh, Marco Pierre's White Heat, right? A black and white book. Um, and that's time Marco was the first English chef to get three minutes on the stairs. I was given it by my, my older brother, this book. And you open it up, and to this day, it still holds up. I bought a copy for the kitchen, for the guys, to show them. They would never know who he was. Things don't happen overnight. You have to make the emotional and the personal investment to make your dreams come true. But at that time, what he done was a prelim to all that really high-end food in London. Yeah. He was a bit of a rock star. And you look at it and go, Christ, I could do that. You will all be confronted with opportunity. You must take advantage of it. I really enjoyed that. And I just sort of fell into it. I found I was good at it. I found that I could pick it up pretty quick. And I was good with people. I can work with people. I was pretty fast at it. And I just really enjoy it. To this day, I still get great satisfaction about cooking a piece of fish with a crispy skin or getting the steak right. You're getting me yeah, hungry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's just little things like that that you still take great pleasure from the simplest yeah. simplest things you do. I suppose that's what's got me into it. I've never lost that love of it. What are some of the things that are quite hard being in industry as a chef? The hours are hard. Your work splits. You work long days, your work splits. Um, you work nights. Look, on the Sunshine Coast here, it's not so bad. My guys are finished work by nine o'clock most nights at the latest. I think when some of them leave and go to Melbourne, in Sydney and they're still serving food at quarter to 11, they find it very different. So up here, they have a little bit of a charmed life. I said, you probably find if you want to get dinner on the Sunshine Coast after half past eight at night, good luck. Yeah. It's just pretty hard. Um, Go back to your so, hotel room. Yeah, it is. It's very hard. So I'd say starting out, it's never glamorous. It's never good money. The pay has got better. We're finding that look, our wages are up a lot. And I think it's only right. I think you've got to pay somebody a fair wage for the work that they do. I'd say my wages have probably gone up by 25% wow. in the last, say, six years. Wages have gone up because there's lack of people. If I was giving any advice to a young lad coming through about pay is if you work hard and work for the right people, you will get what you deserve. Because people will see in a good business, which I hope we have, you will see talent and you will recognize talent and I will want to keep talent. Yeah. I'm in the business of keeping people. So we do probably across the group, four and a half, five, on an average week, about 6,000 main courses across the group. Now, I'm one person. I can't do that. I need people. I need good people in my business. And the better the people in my business are, the better people I attract. There's two ways we attract that kind of people. And it's not always money. It's lifestyle. It's flexibility. And down the line, paying them what they deserve. I've had two of my head chefs here. Justin's with me nine years. Ben's with me six and a half. Now, the longevity in the industry is not known for that. If you have the talent, and if you're willing to work more so than talent, if you're willing to put the hours in 
and you become almost irreplaceable, you will get paid what you need to get paid without asking for it. When people are studying cookery, although it's not compulsory for them to work within industry at the same time, can you please explain why that's so important? Kitchen's just not about recipes. It's not about being able to put something in a pan, put it in an oven and time it. Food's about touch, feel, texture, smell. Every piece of meat it might be cut the same, it might look the same, but they cook differently. Fish, it's probably the hardest thing to cook, but the most rewarding thing to cook. Because every piece is different, every piece is, not all fish grow the same. Every piece is thicker, thinner. You're using a tail piece, you're using a head piece. These things can't be learned off YouTube. I mean, I can watch somebody fly a plane on YouTube, and I'm gonna fly you back to Sydney. It's a hands-on environment. You only learn by doing that. And it's so important to be in that atmosphere and to feel that atmosphere, because you can't learn it from a book. You can't teach it from a book. Marco Pierre White has a line where he says, if you want to learn how to cook, don't go away and buy this book. Save your money and buy a saucepan. It has to be practical. There's loads of different environments in kitchens. I would recommend, from my point of view, that you would get in there and not just go to one place where you feel comfortable. Take yourself out of that comfort zone. Go to a pub. Go to a fine diner. If you haven't experienced Asian food, go to an Asian restaurant. If you're from overseas, and Asian food is your background, go to a pub like mine and cook schnitzels and steaks and pan fried fish. Diversity, because you will eventually find what you like. You will eventually find what you want to cook. But you can only do that if you're in the environment. And also, back from a wage point of view, when you finish school, I need value for money. You're competing against somebody else who has done the hours and done the days and worked in the kitchen and because, go back to, you're paid what you should be paid, um, it's not cheap for me as an employer. So, you working in a kitchen, that's a heads up. You have the experience. So, if I'm willing to pay, maybe I'm going to pay that bit more for you. Because I want you there because you've had that experience inside in the kitchen. Yeah, you're and 10 steps fun. ahead of the person who that, hasn't been in the that's kitchen. That's exactly it. And everybody, no matter what industry you're in, whether you're cutting lawns, building houses, that experience cannot be bought, it cannot be taught. It's got to be gained, and it's got to be gained by you. As an industry partner, how do you see the students who come out of TAFE in industry? I've been very lucky here. I'm with the group nine years now. We have probably put 20, 30 kids through TAFE, and I'm a big believer in education. I'm a big believer in the classroom. I've been around the industry long enough to know there's a lot of cowboys out there and that you will not learn what you need to learn in every environment that you work in. You'll probably learn not what to do and a lot of them more so than what to do. And to me, the fundamentals of cookery are really important. To be able to make a sauce, to be able to cook something, to understand why a piece of meat cooks the way it does. Simple things of being able to use the heat in a pan, knowing when to take something off the stove, Known by with the touch of your hand. Back to why industry is so important. To feel a piece of meat or a piece of fish and know, right, it's going to cook through. We've had a great relationship with TAFE. 
it's very close to us here. I have a very good personal relationship with a number of teachers there like Daryl. If they're looking for staff, they give us a heads up to say, you know, we're looking for some extra staff, chefs or cooks. I've been very lucky where they see our business as somewhere that nurtures and helps rather than abuses and uses. And we've had students through them who have come from Darla with me six, seven, eight years. I think what they bring to my business is diversity. We've had young girls from India, uh, young boys from Korea, Thailand. Each one of them brings their own personal experience, brings their own culture, their own food ideas into my business. And that's really important because I've got a lot of guys that have been out of school for a long time that need a refresher and that need just more ideas. And these young kids bring new ideas to the table every day. And they bring their culture to their table and bring more diversity to what we do in the pubs. That relationship we have with TAFE and that relationship I try to foster with TAFE and try to get involved in it more and more because I think that without a baseline level of knowledge, it's hard for me on a day-to-day basis to spend the time with these kids in there to teach them that as much as I'd like to. But my day is figures in business and I said everything from stainless steel to HR. It's so diverse. Yeah. So TAFE for me is, I'm, I said, I'm a big form of education and a fan of education. And I do believe that it's vitally important that this as a infrastructure uh, education facility is really encouraged and pushed. We need these people coming in here. Again, why it's so important for these young kids to work while they're in college and learn because it will only enhance what they're doing. It'll only enhance their time at TAFE. It'll give them more confidence and more encouragement. And I said, I probably insist that all my guys, they go through TAFE. Anybody has a chance of education and anybody has a chance of bettering themselves. And I think TAFE is a big part of it. What's the best part about working in industry? Oh, I say diversity, especially at my level now. As I said, I'm very lucky. I, I work with a fantastic business. Um, I fell on my feet here in the coast. I've got a great boss. I've got a great sidekick. I've got fabulous staff that work for me. I get to design and build and have a massive input into hotels, the restaurant layout, kitchen layout. I get to see it from a hole in the ground to a business that turns over a couple of million dollars in food a year. There's always something new. I love what I do. 27 years on, I still get great satisfaction out of cooking a piece of fish with a crispy skin or barbecuing something that comes out correct, a good pizza crust. The simplest of little things, I think, that keep me in the industry and keep me happy and keep me going. You can probably go anywhere in the world. You don't need to know a language. You can get into a kitchen, put a knife in your hand, you can cook. You can stand back, you can observe, and you can jump in. And you'll find work and you'll find respect and you'll find a family uh, you'll find camaraderie if you're in the right place and you have the right attitude i take great pleasure in seeing the people that we've put through tafe here and who have gone on and gone work somewhere else and gone worked overseas but still come back still say hello and i'm still very proud of where they started off and this food i just look i like the grub I like to eat. I like the look of it. Um, I get to work on different, multiple different things in the day. 
What is your advice for future students wanting to get into cookery? Don't be afraid to fail. Give it a go. That's all you're going to do. You will get a lot of respect from a lot of people around you just for having a go. You know, sit back, listen, and watch. Watch what people are doing. You'll see so much more. And read. Take yourself outside your comfort zone. You're never too old or too long in the business to learn something different. So my advice is just get in there and do it. There is a niche for everybody in this business. Work hard to start. Get in there, do it. Don't worry, have enough to live. But the money, the prestige, the position will come with time if you get your craft and get your trade right. I love what I do. And that's really evident and it's been really lovely talking to you and getting a, an eye open to the industry. So thank you so much for letting us come to your lovely establishment here at the Brightwater Hotel. It's been super interesting. So thank you so much, Damien. Oh, thanks for having me. I hope uh, most of you understood me. Yeah. That could be the, the hardest part. It may come with show notes. I don't so. know. I think the Irish accent is probably the most liked, I guess, yeah, in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, ask my wife. If you've enjoyed this story and want to explore studying at TAFE Queensland, visit us at tafequeensland.edu.au. Click on the International tab at the top of the page. That's tafeqld.edu.au.